tomorrow night it's a huge game. St Kilda versus Sydney up at the SCG. It's Buddy's 350th. And um, one of the superstars who played for both teams, a premiership player at the Swans and then played in a lot of grand finals with the Saints, and that is the superstar Adam Schneider, and he joins us. G'day, Adam. G'day, guys. How you going? Couldn't be better, mate. Thanks so much for uh, for joining us. Uh, tell us some um, huge game uh, tomorrow night, the Schneider Cup. Um, it was formerly the Tony Lockett Cup, so uh, is it sort of an honour to be a part of it? Oh, yeah, look, I think he can step aside for a while. He's had a fair few attributes to his uh, career. But, <laughs> no, nah, look, it's, um, yeah, like you mentioned in Tony Lockett sentence ever, it's, uh, it's a privilege anywhere, isn't it? Adam, uh, where, where does your uh, loyalty sort of lie these days then? Yeah, I get asked that a fair bit, to be honest, and um, it's probably one I can't answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, just got some mates and loyalties, uh, memories for both clubs that will be with me forever. So, yeah, no, definitely um, I'd be torn if I played in the grand final, that's for sure. And that's I guess that's a, can come in, come in handy as we've had some past players on here and the, and the past players' functions are very good and you've got two teams that you can sort of go to. Yeah, no, that's right. It is good and lucky enough to have a premiership reunion at one but, and then got close in another one. But, um, no, we, the thing about St Kilda too is, is every year at the, uh, in the final series prelim we have a, a catch-up from back in the era. So there's, there's always that catch-up and Sydney do it the day after too. So generally it's been a big weekend. <laughs> I bet it would be. Tell us your, your first memories. Uh, obviously a boy from Wagga that you were and getting drafted to Sydney. I mean, you probably didn't know at the time that, of their build and, uh, and and you got there at the exactly the right time that you sort of needed to. Um, tell us about walking into the Bloods culture. Yeah, um, little country boy got drafted. Um, it was in that year of the Super Draft, which wasn't televised. So um, I was on the farm. It wasn't on TV. Uh, so you had to look it up on the internet in the old days. And, mm. and my internet crashed on the farm, so... <laughs> Didn't know what was going on, so we jumped in the car, drove down to my neighbour's neighbor's house, two k away. He wasn't home. Obviously, been good friends, broke into his house and jumped on that and, um, and uh, found out I was going to Sydney. And then I've gone to Sydney two days later and uh, walked in the door. And you know, Paul Kelly, Tony Lockett, Stewie Maxfield, all these greats were there. And I was just a young kid from the country. Grew up population of ten people. All of a sudden, walked in the door there, and yeah, it's fair to say it was a. Uh, a bit of a change and had a bit of a body check to see how the body was and they found a crack in my foot and was in a mood mood for eight weeks so it wasn't the greatest start but yeah memories that's for sure did that i'm guessing then that eight weeks sort of maybe gave you some time to let it sink in i suppose but when when did you feel i suppose comfortable um well being obviously country always a bit different i believe i sort of i got home when i could you know i missed the Mm. country and i was only 17 year old back then too so um, being in a mood mood wasn't fun. Um, my, uh, my skin fold testing and body weight is never the best at the best of times. So being not able to train too well was, was quite hard. Um, so I sort of missed the whole first year, to be honest. I played about six games. Also got glandular fever halfway through the year, so I missed a few, a few months there. But probably the second year, obviously, come back and did a full pre-season and played round one and, and played every game that year. So that was sort of probably when I felt comfortable. And then, just as, I mean, you mentioned those those superstar players that you, you get, you walk in the door and you see, and there's also Paul Ruse that was, uh, ended up being your premiership coach. I mean, I mean, it was said you fitted in, but 
When did you feel um, that th- this team that you were playing with could go all the way and win the premiership? Um, yeah, good question. So the first year was there when Ruzi was coaching. Oh, sorry, when Rocket E was coaching, Ruzi took over halfway through. So, again, I was just young and just learning. Um, and the second year, we made a prelim against Brisbane Lions. So probably from that year, we probably believed and we are building something pretty special. Um, and having blokes like Stewie Maxfield there at the club, who just set the culture, Brett Kirk, you know, Leo Barry, all these types, was was quite unique. So once we sort of went through that, and in the prelim, we actually fell, you know, I think it was two goals short, and we nearly could have won and got in the granny. So after that game, I remember Paul Williams clear as a bell sitting next to me on the floor. He said, mate, you're with me next year, we're going to get there. Um, and, you know, we're going to train together and make sure we do. So probably from there on, I'll never forget that conversation. It sort of worked in our favour, and we all stuck together, and off we went. That's good news. And as a football fan, I look back at that that period in time, especially with you guys in West Coast, and, and I think it, it was fair that you got one each. Do you sort of maybe feel that way? Uh, look, yeah, in hindsight, you probably have to agree with that. I have to say that's probably fair. Um, you know, only reason being, because imagine being on the end of losing two mm. under six points, it's probably not fair. So... Um, yeah, look, if you look back on it, you're pretty pretty lucky, I reckon, just even playing one, let alone get the opportunity to win one, so I'll take it, mate, to be honest. Absolutely. And then uh, in the end of 2007, you went up at, uh, at uh, St Kilda. Uh, you follow your mate Rossi over there. Um, what was it like mo- walking into to that club? I know, obviously, Ross Lyon was the coach. He was the assistant at Sydney. Um, but uh, with him and, you, you, and that experience of walking in at St Kilda... Yeah, that's probably another funny story too, to be honest. Like, I just signed a contract for two years at the Swan, <laughs> just before the, the final series started, and I sort of didn't really expect it. We went out in the first final, I think, and had Ruby's was on a bit of a war pass and had to change some things up. And anyway, I was, like I said, I just signed, so I felt you know comfortable and loved it up there. And I was on a holiday with my now wife in Bali, and and um, Rossi's called me and said, mate, we'd love you to come to St Kilda next year. What do you think? And I said, oh, mate, I appreciate the offer. I just signed a contract for two years and, and um, but no, no thank you. And this is pretty hard to say while I'm sitting by a pool drinking bing tangs and having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and then I get a phone call the next day from Lenny Hayes and, you know, if Lenny calls you, you're in trouble. You can't not say yes to Lenny. So everyone loves Lenny. But I got that phone call and then just Lenny said, mate, we'd love you to come down. This is where we're at. And, and at that time, I'm like, well, what's going on? I hadn't heard from the Swans and obviously that allowed it. So I spoke to, to Ruzi and just sort of said, look, it might be in your best interest to, to explore other options. So I sort of you know, got a little bit frustrated with that, yeah. knowing I just signed and um, all part of it. But then Rossi spoke to me again and, you know, the opportunity to look at their list and compare the list and look for the future. And, you know, the easiest thing for me would have been just to stay, try and fight out the two years. But um, I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll have a crack and, and try and test myself and go down there, a new environment, all this kind of stuff and and do it. And, and it worked out to probably be the best, best thing for me, um, to be honest. So... Walking in the door with Ross Lyon and what you hear about Ross, it's true. That's just how he is and what you what you see is what you get. And having blokes like Lenny Hayes and Nick Del Sano and Lee Montagna and Justin Cozzi and, and Rewalt, Robert Harvey, Fraser Garrick there, you sort of think, well, pretty lucky again to be a part of these players. So, yeah, took it on board and fortunate enough to turn out okay in the end. You spent a bit of time down the forward line with Fraser. How, how was that, <laughs> the big G train? <laughs> Yeah, big fella. I only had the one year there with him where he got injured most of with oh, a, you know, a few injuries here and there. But, mate, he was great. But think about it, Fraser, big G-train. He actually 
one of the best trainers, you know. He trained extremely hard. Um, he's a larrick and he's a funny man and um, he's tough as they come. But on the training track, you knew you were in for a good one. So it was always good to have him there to lead by example. Well, we talk about the culture in Sydney, that, that, that Bloods culture. Uh, what, was it similar at St Kilda? I mean, obviously it wasn't exactly the same, but was it, was that, um, was it similar at all? Look, footy clubs are pretty tough, to be honest. Um, and um, I suppose that the probably difference between the two clubs, what I found, is, is in Sydney, everyone was sort of from out of town. So they all went up to Sydney, and there might have been one or two Sydney players that were up there. Um, so everyone sort of hung together. They trained together on weekends. They were together. We're in Melbourne, I found. Probably boys grew up there, so they had all schoolmates. And, and after footy, they could sort of go their own way and do their own thing. So the probably difference in that was probably the main one. But, but as for culture, you know, Stewie Maxfield and Brett Kirk were probably the two I remember clearly living it. Great example, my first, my first year there, and probably the second month, I think it was, talking about giving feedback. And I was just a young bloke who was in a moon boot and a bit overweight. You know, I was drinking Powerade at the wrong time and just sort of got the feedback saying, hey, mate, what are you doing? Pull your head in. You shouldn't be drinking that. You should be trying to lose weight. Just all these little things. It was all about giving each other feedback and making each other better. So you sort of walk straight into it. I've been pretty lucky to have that. And and then Ross sort of really added his bit as well, what he'd learned over the time and, and the culture down at St. Kilda was fantastic. And it was hard work, but looking back, it was the best thing for us as, as footballers, but also as people. Um, you learn a lot of life lessons out of it and better for it. And what about what about now, mate? Uh, what are you up to, and, and how's the body now? Yeah, look, mate, I had four years at the Giants. Um, yep. After I finished, I played a bit of ammo footy one season and coached down there and went up to the Giants for four years. Um, I moved away last year just with, uh, you know, the prices in Sydney were getting too much for me and the young family. So we moved back to Aubrey and, and coaching the Lavic Footy Club and the Ovens of Murray up here um, now. So still enjoying life. Just sort of come back to where I sort of grew up. You got you got you got uh, acreage farmland down there again. You, is that something interests you? Oh, I do. Yeah, I got an acre, which is nice. I, um, which is what I like—a bit of space. But you know, in Sydney, we were paying an absolute fortune for yeah. about two hundred twenty square meters. So, yeah. <laughs> we're just sort of not not living with the kids, and you know, three kids who want to get outside and have some fun. We just sort of bit the bullet with with COVID, and like I said, we we're paying an absolute fortune just to rent rent a place up there. So we're going backwards. And you're picking uh, one up from footy training, I hear, surely. Is there, will there be a, a, a Schneider coming through? Yeah, I've got him here. He's a um, little left footer, 13 now, playing on the 14s for Lavi as well. So he loves his footy. He's a mad giant, though, actually, because um, obviously up there he's, he's a passionate Giants fan, which is mm. good. He's staying loyal with them too. So uh, we'll wait and see. He's, he's a left footer, which I like. Um, mm. But, yeah, no, he loves his footy too. Well, one of our favourites is uh, Harry Perryman. We have him on a bit. He's uh, Yeah, he's one of our favourites. Yeah, Harry's a little ripper, mate. He grew up just around the corner from me, and I played actually in a couple of grand finals with his old man. So he's the Perryman family, a very talented football and cricket family, and, and Harry's a ripper, mate. Yeah, oh, he certainly is, certainly is. And that's where we're our next question. Uh, so um, the Oracle, um, he writes in, he used to be a, a co-host with us, but uh, he's from up your yeah, area. He's a Wagga man, yeah. He's a Wagga man, and he just asks uh, you, um, you've already answered one of the questions, but asked <laughs> if you played Hume League or RFL. Yeah, no, I grew up in the Hume um, for Osborne there and um, was lucky enough to play in a couple of flags there as well in the seniors at 14s, but um, didn't get to play against the Perrymans, played for Colin Gully in the crick in footy, yep. uh, but Maxie's old man played with Osborne in, in the Hume League as well, so yeah, no, good fun out there. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough, yeah. and uh, just this tomorrow night, who wins the Lockett Schneider Cup? 
Oh, geez, she's, a, she's actually going to be a close one, to mm. be honest. I, um, I don't know, Buddy 350th and Saints on the rebound. Um, I'm going to tip Sydney purely because it's in Sydney. Um, I know they're always hard to play up there at the SCG, and, and I think they need to, uh, to get a win on the board. Are you getting along to the game? Unfortunately not, no. I've got a... Um, I'll have training down here with my team, and um, it's about a six-hour drive, so I won't be able to get up and back. <laughs> you're in a good part of the world, mate. Don't worry. You're right, you're right there. <laughs> hey, mate, we might leave it there, buddy, but I uh, really appreciate you giving us some of your time uh, to preview the game, mate. Thank you so much. Too easy, boys. Enjoy the show. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Adam. Here we go. Adam Schneider, superstar for the Swans and Saints. 98 games for Sydney and then 134 for the Saints. So if uh, Schneider's Ooh. boy... St Kilda. St Kilda. No. Two games short at the Swans. No. He might be a part of an academy somewhere, yeah, you though. Could, well, you could, swing, you could swing that.